0: Can you hear me? I have something to say. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Project Shadow, and as you can hear, we're still on sinus watch. My uh, cold has not completely abated, and I was out of decongestant, and I won't be getting any more until later this afternoon, so yeah, this is going to be fun. Um, So I apologize for my sniffles and all the other various sounds that may be coming from my head. Hopefully, it won't uh, be too much of a problem. <clears throat> and before we get going on today's episode, I just want to give a shout out to everybody listening in Sweden. Hello! Um, I found out today that uh, apparently Project Shadow is the 319th top podcast in TV and film on Apple Podcasts in Sweden. Hi! That makes uh, you the highest, you know, That that's the highest we are anywhere. So, hi Sweden! I, I hope you enjoy the show and I would love to know why you're listening. I mean, I can... I, I, I listen to a lot of music and watch a lot of entertainment from Sweden, but I don't talk about a lot of it on the show. So, I don't... Huh. I, I'm just... I like to know why people listen. So I I would especially like to know why you're listening in Sweden or anywhere. Let me know. You can hit me up at ProjectShadow.com. is a link to all my social media accounts. And you can let me know what you're doing, (laughs) why you're listening, because that would, you know, it helps me make the show better. So one of the things I wanted to talk about today is kind of a spin on nostalgia, because I noticed... This week, especially this week, and I think it's because I haven't been feeling well that I have gravitated more and more towards listening to music from, you know, my teen years. Um, I've been listening to a lot of music from the 90s, and I think it's specifically because I haven't been feeling well. And because my energy levels have been low. And while I don't want to really talk about nostalgia in, you know, the way that it's often discussed, you know, where you listen to something to be taken back to a specific time or place, that that's not really what I've been experiencing. One of the things that I have noticed, and this may be a form of nostalgia, And I'm sure someone somewhere has actually named this. But I've noticed that certain entertainment has an almost totemic quality for me. That, like, when I'm having trouble writing, you know, if I watch shows that I loved when I was a kid. Like, I'll put on He-Man or She-Ra or Transformers or Voltron or Robotech or something like that. It not only gives me a nostalgic feel, but I find that it kind of brings back that sense of play that I had back when I was a kid watching those things. And in remembering how to play, it helps me get my creativity back on track so I can start writing again. And I don't know if that's necessarily the same thing as nostalgia, because there are certain songs that I am very nostalgic about. That, you know, bring up those feelings of, you know, oh, the good old days, or you know, stuff like that. Which is more what I consider nostalgia. Because when I'm talking about putting on these shows that I watched when I was a kid, I'm not actually talking about sitting and watching them. I literally put them on in the background load my laptop up to where I am supposed to be writing, and I find it easier to write with them on in the background. That's what I mean when I say they have an almost totemic power. It's a, It's almost like a strange form of magic that I can cast in the background that lets me get on with my work when I don't really feel like doing it. So here lately, I've been really desiring to work because I'm enjoying doing the podcast again. And I really like the book that I'm editing. And like, I have a hard time not working all day on it because I, I have learned over the years that I have to take breaks or I burn myself out. So I'm only letting myself work so much a day just to keep that burnout from happening and i find myself wanting to continue working as my energy levels have been affected by the invasion of cold germs into my head it's been difficult for me to find the energy to get done the things that i'm wanting to do and this is that odd place where 90s music has been helping me And I don't know if it's because it's primarily pop music that I've been listening to, so it's got a better beat. Or if it's because it's from a period in my life when I was, you know, running around and full of energy and and was just getting a lot of stuff done. I don't know, but I find that it is invigorating to have it on in the background while I'm trying to get stuff done. Even when it's silly stuff. Like, I've been putting on, like, the 90s station on Apple Music. And today, for example, I'm writing this scene where there's, like, you know, zombies and creepy dead things running around. And Marky Mark's, you know, field of um, good vibrations comes on. And I just couldn't help but laugh and then go through and edit the, you know, undead horde taking over the city yeah so why is that you know there's been a lot of studies that show that music has a certain connection to our thoughts and really helps us to lay down memory and that people that are for other reasons locked into themselves and unable to communicate if you put on music that was popular when they were in their teens they will often start singing along, sometimes quite fluently, when they would find it difficult or impossible to communicate any other way. And often, studies like that get brought up when we're talking about you know, nostalgia and the emotions connected with it. But I'm wondering if there's not something more there that, yes... Music is connected to our memory and to the wonderful things around us and sometimes the really bad things about us, like there there are four songs that were played on the music when I worked at Baby Depot. And I say music, but they actually played the actual songs. But we they only apparently paid for the rights for those four songs. At any time I hear them to this day. I start looking to stop my drunk co-worker from doing something that will get us all in trouble because that was something that I had to do a lot when I worked there. (laughs) It's irrational, but it brings me back to that moment. And maybe I don't understand what other people mean when they say nostalgia, but that's not nostalgia for me. It's an evocation of not just the memory, but the energies that I was experiencing at the time. It's not so much just the looking back and going, huh, yeah, I remember when this person did this or that and this song was playing or anything like that. Or even the feelings that I had back then. But it triggers a mode in me. And you know, I, I get to work. It's it's a very strange thing, but I have noticed that a lot of times my mood is heavily influenced by the music that I listen to, and I don't mean this in the way my mother does. Every time I'm having a bad day, she often harps at me, harps on me because I listen to dark and evil music, and yeah, I do. I listen to a lot of that, but it's for a very good reason. I find catharsis. When I'm angry, I listen to angry music and let that anger out. When I'm happy, I listen to happy music and dance and celebration. And that's where I'm wondering if these two things got connected within me. One of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this is I want to know how many of you have the same experience. Because I learned about catharsis at such an early age, I began experimenting with how I could use various art forms like music to get rid of or expunge or at least sublimate emotions that I didn't want to have in me. And it was something that I played with a lot for many, many years. And, you know, it's not a magical secret on how that's done, you know, when angry, put on angry music and performatively allow the music to flow through you to the point where you feel better when the music is over. (laughs) There's a certain performance, kind of like you see in, you know, Agretzko, Gretzko, which is a wonderful anime on uh, Netflix that if you haven't watched it yet, you really should, you know, where you just perform it out and let it go. You, You put the energy into the music and then when it's done, it's done. And it's very calming and it's very soothing. Can that process actually work in reverse because that seems to be the experience that I've been having lately that unlike, you know, the emotions that I want to get out and I'm not saying that I'm able to put the emotions back in or anything like that. That would be wonderful, especially on dark days when, you know, I find it very difficult to have any emotion at all. It would be wonderful to be able to just put on some happy music And have happy feelings well up inside of me. And make all the bad feelings go away. And I'm not saying that. That's not how that works. But there's something in the connection. Between like the music that I used to listen to. When I would go clubbing a lot in the 90s. And now. That it it energizes me in a way that just listening to up tempo music doesn't. And I, I don't know. I may be, be I may be talking about things that are just, you know, just variant versions of how other people experience nostalgia. But as you know, from all the conversations that I've had with people about about this over the years, I've never actually met anybody who has the self-same experience that I'm trying to get across, you know? Because it's not just, you know, it's not just the memory. It's not just the emotion of the song itself. That it, you know, it triggers, it trips something in my subtle energy system within me that brings some of that old energy back in a way that I haven't experienced in a long time. I don't know. I'm probably doing a really bad job at explaining this because this is a headier topic than I probably should be discussing on a day when my head is as messed up as it is. But, you know, it's been something that has been helping me a lot during this, you know, illness, because you know, it's that annoying kind of a cold that just kind of saps your energy and makes you stopped up. And so all I want to do is sleep, (laughs) you know, but I have things that I want to do. And I find it almost magical that I can put on a certain kind of music and It somehow bypasses the circuit in my brain that tells me that I should be tired and lethargic and gives me that final boost that I need to actually get worked on. We're going to take a little break for our sponsor, and when we come back, I'm going to try to see if I can word this in a much clearer sort of way. And we're back. (sighs) You know, I... Really feel like I babbled a lot in the first segment of the show. And trust me, that's not what I wanted to do today. Normally, I, you know, actually have much more of a game plan when I approach a podcast, but this has been such an amorphous thing that I couldn't think of another way to talk about it other than to just go full stream of consciousness. Because I don't know what it is. I don't know what's causing this connection deep down inside that's allowing, you know, the powers, the energies within me to rise up so that I can actually get work done. It's a very strange sensation. And it's one that I think about a little bit too much because. I don't know. Over the years, and this is one of the things that caused my last great depressive outbreak, I became way, way, way too obsessed with the concepts of productivity and achievement and success and giving those words arbitrary meanings that didn't actually relate to anything in the real world. So, here I am, listening to these older songs that give me a sense of, I don't know, vibrance. Editing a book that won't come out till early next year. And I find myself... Starting to think in those ways that were so unhealthy for me the last time, you know, I find myself really struggling not to go back to that place where I'm, you know, overly interested in analytics and income and, you know, any of the vanity metrics that look like success from the outside. And I think that that's one of the things that makes this time around different and why I wanted to talk about this this experience with music. You know, normally when I'm, you know, working on a project, I find myself getting very obsessive about how I'm going to, you know, market it or spread the word and get the word out there about how... I am going to sell as many copies as I can and I don't know, maybe I'm just broken now or I've just finally gone so far to the left that I don't think about those things anymore. I don't know, but you know, I don't really care anymore. Like I want people to read the book. I want people to listen to the podcast. I want people to, you know, enjoy the work that I do but i don't have any arbitrary numbers or metrics that you know i can use to you know bolster my ego and let me know that i'm doing a good or a bad job because honestly well yes there's some numbers i need to keep track of for business sake you know a lot of what people focus on are metrics that don't actually impact your life, that don't actually have an effect on you. It's those little things. It's that weird song that you haven't heard in probably 20 years that you even forgot that it it existed. And then it starts playing and you start singing along to it because you know all the words by heart, even though... You haven't thought about it forever. That's really what's making me happy right now. And, you know, I've done several episodes on this podcast talking about looking at the smaller things in life and, you know, being thankful for what we have. But, you know, it's amazing to me how the little things really are the ones that have the most effect the ones that can make us really truly feel alive you know and you know i was never a fan of marky mark back in the day but i mean you couldn't live in the you know live back then and not hear marky mark everywhere and so when that song came on I just started laughing and laughing like a genuine, honest laughter. Like the kind of laugh that you don't usually get to do alone because it requires you to have other people around you telling a story. But the story was already there. It was Marky Mark. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, you were a rapper. And... (laughs) You know, that laughter, you can hear it now. Like, it's immediately back right now just thinking about it. And, yeah, that that part of it is nostalgia. But there is a certain amount of energy that can be mined from that to help you push forward and get through and get to the places that you need to be. Because, you know, while there's some things that we have to do for our jobs and there's certain things that we have to do because we live in a capitalist state that requires a certain amount of exploitation of our labor in order to survive too many of the people that i know have forgotten how to connect to the little things and to the things that actually make them feel alive and that's really been my project this year is to reconnect because you know in the years prior you know i really did have A bad problem with depression and I disconnected from everything and everyone. And this year, you know, all I wanted to do was reconnect with the world and find a place that I could call my own. And maybe it's because I've spent so much time hyper-focused on what does it mean to connect with things and to reconnect with things and Participate in the things that I love and not, you know, struggle so much against the things that, you know, annoy me. Especially the things that I really can't do anything about. And at the end of the day, as usual, it's music that comes to the answer. It's music that gives me strength to move on and to find those little secret hidden pockets inside myself that I forgot were there. You know, over the years, I had kind of forgotten how to laugh. I had forgotten how to dream. I had forgotten, you know, how to care about anything at all. And I wish I could say when, you know, I finally got through to the other side of the blue period and started feeling, you know, feelings again, you know, that all that came back to me. But I was there for so long that all of those basic skills went away. All of them. You know, I, I feel, I've always felt awkward in a crowd of strangers, but I feel even more so now. Because I don't feel like I have anything to talk to them about. That's one of the things that amazes me about being able to do this podcast. Is every day I find something to talk to you wonderful, wonderful people with. Who are apparently a lot from Sweden. <laughs> Sweden. That, that just amazes me. Um, but yeah. This podcast is a big part of that because it taught me, again, how to talk about the things that I love and connected me through it to the communities that I used to be a part of and, you know, the movies and the books and everything. But as always, (laughs) for all time, it comes back to the music. And that's... One of the things that when we talk about nostalgia, I think we completely miss the point. Music is the heart of life. Music is the thing that gives us meaning. Our ancestors, it was all that they had. They would sit around the fires and they would beat the drums and they would sing, they would dance. They would share their histories in song. They would share their lives in song. The song was everything. And over the years, as it became commodified and packaged and put up on a shelf for everybody to ogle at quite seriously, because, you know, a lot of times they spend way much more energy in making sure that the uh, singer is worth looking at and not whether or not they have talent or anything to say. Um, but that doesn't take away from the fact that the music means something to us. It doesn't take away the power that those, even the silly songs, the silly moments, like one of the happiest songs for me is, uh, Istanbul by, um, They Might Be Giants. And You know, you might know some, you know, Istanbul's was Constantinople. And the reason is just silly. It was for, okay, so I used to hang out at the Lincoln Diner in Gettysburg a lot when I was younger. And one night we were in there and two groups of people that I didn't know were arguing. Like across, like we were sitting at one table and they were on one side of, one group was on one side of us the other group was on the other side of us and you could just feel it in the air like a fight was about to break out and someone at our table for some reason just cried out istanbul and the next thing we knew somebody in the corner of the room started singing the song and then more people started singing and more people started singing and it turned into this weird sing along and before you knew it everybody in the diner, was singing Istanbul, not Constantinople. And when we got to the end, everybody laughed, and all of that tense energy that was in the air was diffused. We all ordered a dessert and went on at a party. That song changed everything. And I'm not saying that that can happen all the time, or that, you know, there's some you know, magical song that if played at just the right time at every time, something like that could happen. But, you know, that happened. And that's the power that music has. That's the power that all of this has over us. It can change the energy of the room. It can change the energies within you. Whether or not you have an emotional connection to it, you can forge one. And as everything gets more and more complex and convoluted and just troublesome, I think it's worth our time, energy, and effort to find something that we can connect to, hold on to, and something that will drive us forward. I hope you enjoyed this show. It was a bit more stream of conscious than most of the shows that I do. But, you know... I like it when I do these because I often get some feedback from you all that puts everything to perspective in a way that I had difficulty doing. So if you have anything that you want to add, if you go and download the Anchor app at anchor.fm, you can send me a voice message up to one minute long. It could be a question, a comment, or a topic you'd like me to talk about, and I would love to actually do that. If you got a buck that you can throw my way, you can either click the support button in the app that you're listening to me on or in the show notes, click the link that says support on Anchor. If you click that, you can support me at the $1, $5, $10 a month levels. That helps me to continue doing everything that I am doing. Thank you very, very much. If you don't have the money to throw my way, well, if the app that you're listening to me on lets you rate either this episode or this podcast, please do that. That helps me out so much. It tells the algorithms that they should share me with other people. Speaking of which, you can also share me with other people. That would be lovely. I would really, really appreciate that. Well, I think that's it. Thank you all for listening. And until next time, don't forget, have the fun. Hopefully I'll be better tomorrow. Bye.